Tonight, the ongoing Russia investigation has reached President Trump's innermost circle. Trump's former national security advisor, Michael Flynn, says that he is cooperating with the special counsel's probe into possible cooperation between the Trump campaign and the Russian government. Flynn pled guilty to repeatedly lying to the FBI, including making false statements about his December 2016 conversations with Russia's then ambassador to the U.S., Sergei Kislyak. According to the statement of offense, Flynn lied when he told the FBI he did not discuss sanctions with Kislyak. On the same day that President Obama expelled Russian diplomats from the U.S. and boosted sanctions on Moscow in retaliation for Russia's meddling in the presidential election. Flynn also sought Russia's help during the transition to block a U.N. Security Council vote that the Obama administration was abstaining on. The White House said late Friday morning, quote, nothing about the guilty plea or the charge implicates anyone other than Mr. Flynn. However, court documents make clear that Flynn was not acting alone. According to prosecutors, Flynn communicated with senior members of the president's transition team about the conversations and in at least one instance was directed by transition officials to reach out to Russia. You're listening to The Devil's Advocate, where we talk about news and current events. I'm your host, Brandon Conde. And I'm also your host, Mitchell Hernandez. Our goal at The Devil's Advocate is to provoke thought by introducing viewpoints and information that isn't readily available in the mainstream media. It's in truth a conversation where an independent liberal, like myself, and an independent conservative, like myself, can share different viewpoints without the typical disdain for one another we see all too often in politics. So with that, let's get started. Former National Security Advisor Mike Flynn pleaded guilty to lying to the FBI. Here's what's on his plea deal. Flynn was charged with knowingly making false statements to the FBI about his conversations with Sergei Kislyak, who was the Russian ambassador to the U.S. at that time. As part of the plea deal, Flynn agrees to keep cooperating with law enforcement. The deal requires Flynn to turn over any evidence of crimes that he's aware of. He also has to submit a complete account of his financial assets as well as his clients' assets. Flynn has to take part in interviews with law enforcement agents and government attorneys. He waives his right to counsel during the interviews unless it's requested in writing to the special counsel's office. Flynn also has to testify before relevant grand juries and at any relevant trials or court proceedings. If Flynn violates the provisions, his sentencing could be delayed. Flynn's charge carries a sentence of up to five years in prison. And we are back. Oh yeah. Why did you say delicious right before we went live? Because I like, took a drink weird. of a beer. <laughs> I was like, are you are you coming on to me, bitch? That, that's interesting. Delicious. Bitch and I are not in the same we're not in the same room again today, so I can't see him. So when he's uh whispering naughty nothings into my ear, you I don't know. No idea don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I don't know why you're talking like that either. Um, so um all right, so we are back with episode thirty six now. Um and before we get started I am going to hopefully not die in this episode. I like. I'll keep going if you do. Sick. Don't worry about it. <laughs> right, I'm sure you will. Um, but I, yeah, I did not feel well last night. Woke up today, felt fine, and then. But as the day has gone on, like I got kind of a sinusy headache, and I'm, I'm coughing, and that's what I'm worried about on on this uh, on this obvious 
medium. I just had to work obvious in there. It's like it's a thing. It's a it's a <laughs> TDAP thing. If you've been listening, you know. Right. So eventually, shirts that um, just say "obviously" will be sold at some point. <laughs> right. Obviously. Obviously. Uh, so, <coughs> and there it is. <coughs> Hopefully, not too much of that. So we got a huge week. We got a ton. We got a lot of stories and yeah, um it was a good amount yeah we will we'll try to break it up into probably just a couple segments i think maybe we try to speed through some of them but mm-hmm. the obvious story obviously <laughs> is okay <laughs> i had to knock it off now um the big one is mike flynn yeah um mike flynn pled guilty was it last friday that that, that, um, that all went down you no know, i can't remember the exact date but Mueller has broken Michael Flynn, broken him into submission, had him walking into that courthouse like a cold dog, fucking kicked him in the groin, and he pled guilty. Uh, I mean, Mitch it's is only that making, light of this, uh-huh. is making light of this story because he sees the walls closing <laughs> in. <laughs> I, I surely don't, but... No, oh, we all saw... You will, though, by the end of this segment. We all saw this one coming. I mean, um, even from... You know, way back in the in the day when we were talking about it, I remember me and you just going, you know, this guy looks guilty. I don't know what it is. Yeah, but this guy yeah, looks like he, it. Definitely. Um, yeah, there's a few people that that look like they were probably up to no good. But yeah. we'll, now the the thing to now, be pointed out here is that he's only pled guilty to lying to the FBI. Because the other thing to point out, which we'll get into in this article, is yeah. that because that the only reason that he only has one charge. Is because he made a plea deal. Right. He was going to be charged with a lot more. He is a flipped witness now. Right. So, um, which you so saw Breaking Bad, article. you know that shit don't end well. Which I didn't. So oh, I get on but that. I'm, but I'm assuming that <laughs> this is not going to end well. So let's get into this. Um, this article is from the New York Times. I even paused for you to do it, and you didn't. So, all right. Um, (laughs) You wanted to, though. You thought it. We all thought it. I thought (laughs) it. We'll we'll hear the content first, and then we'll see. This is called Michael Flynn pleads guilty to lying to the FBI uh, and will cooperate with Russia in query. I don't know if that's the title of the article. It's probably not. That's a a stupid (laughs) title for an article. They just take one sentence, and they make it big. You've got to add Russia into it. Russia. Right. So I'm surprised that we've made it, where are we, four minutes even now into the show? Well, no, not with the sound bites. Damn it. (laughs) And you haven't said DNC once. No. Like, I'm proud. I'm waiting. I'm proud of you. Saving it up. Um, So here are the events that led to Michael Flynn's guilty plea uh, by D. Shear and Adam Goldman, December 1st of this year, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) I I just had to. uh, President Trump's former national security advisor, Michael Flynn, pleaded guilty on Friday to lying to the FBI about conversations with Russian ambassador last December, becoming the first senior White House official to cut a cooperation deal in the special counsel. Special Counsel's wide-ranging inquiry to election interference. Mr. Flynn's discussions with Sergei Kislyak, the Russian ambassador, were part of a coordinated effort by Mr. Trump's aides to create 
foreign policy before they were empowered documents released as part of Michael Flynn's plea agreement show. Their efforts undermined the existing policy of President Barack Obama and flouted a warning from a senior Obama administration official to stop meddling in foreign affairs before the inauguration. The documents do not disclose what Mr. Trump knew about Mr. Flynn's discussions, but in at least once in in at least one instance, prosecutors say Mr. Flynn was directed by a very senior member, in quotes, um, of the presidential transition team to discuss a United Nations resolution. Now, other sources and have claimed that that was President Jerry Kushner. Well, no, I've heard other sources say it was President Bush, or not Bush, uh, President Trump, that was really? the, the senior advisor that told him to do that. That's what. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've heard that, too. I know Kushner is going to come in here somewhere, but yeah, you're right. Right. That. that I did hear that. Um, Mr. Trump's lawyers believe that unnamed aide was Mr. Trump's son-in-law and close advisor, Jared Kushner. That's why I heard it, Um, (laughs) according to a lawyer briefed on the matter, although that's Donald Trump's lawyer saying that. So um, the transition team was led by Vice President Mike Pence. Its top members included Mr. Kushner, Reince Priebus, Mr. Trump's first chief of staff, and KT McFarlane, who was Mr. Flynn's deputy and was later appointed to be ambassador to Singapore. Mr. Flynn spoke to Ms. McFarlane about another of his conversations with Ms. Kesliak, according to the lawyer. And then there is a copy, I'm just kind of skimming through this real quick, of what, of the actual release um, to... It's the United States versus Michael Flynn statement uh, of the offense um, pursuant to federal rule criminal procedure 11. The United States of America and the defendant Michael Flynn stipulate and agree the following facts are true and basically goes on to plead guilty of of lying to the FBI about the aforementioned topics mm-hmm. um mr flynn's decision to plead guilty to lying to investigators about those conversations marked a significant new phase in the investigation of the special counsel robert Mueller, um and a politically treacherous development for the president and his closest aides whose activities in the west wing are being scrutinized by fbi agents lawmakers federal prosecutors and the media the admissions no, really? by mr flynn Right. Thank you, Mr. (laughs) Hashtag Obvious. Um, The admissions by Mr. Flynn have the potential to reshape the public's understanding of what the president associate the president's associates said and did in the days after Mr. Trump's unexpected election victory. They suggest that the prosecutors now have cooperative source of information from inside the Oval Office during the administration's chaotic first weeks. Mr. Flynn's plea deal could deeply undercut the claims made in January by Mr. Trump and his aides that they were misled by Mr. Flynn about his discussion with Russians regarding sanctions imposed on Moscow by the Obama administration over the election interference. In fact, the documents say multiple members of the team coordinated the specifics of Mr. Flynn's outreach to to Russia and knew that the conversations were about sanctions. Mr. Flynn's agreement also provided new context for Mr. Trump's effort to, 
efforts to get FBI officials to back off of their investigation with Mr. Flynn. James Comey, the former FBI director, has said that the president asked him to shut down the investigation one day after Mr. Flynn was fired in February. I hope you can let this go, the president said, according to congressional testimony by Mr. Comey. The information provided by Mr. Flynn, who promised to provide prosecutors with information on any and all matters, in quotes, suggests one possible motivation for the president's efforts to shut down the Flynn investigation to avoid revealing the deep involvement of his top transition officials in Mr. Flynn's discussions with Mr. Kislyak. In May, the president fired Mr. Comey as well and said the Russia investigation was on his mind at the time. Mr. M- Mr. Mueller, Mueller is investigating whether Mr. Trump's firings of Mr. Comey or Michael Flynn amount to obstruction of justice. Mr. Trump made no public comments on Friday, though Mr. Flynn's plea provided an awkward backdrop for a closed-door holiday reception from members of the press corps at the White House. Ty Cobb, the president's lawyer dealing with the Russia inquiry, played down the potential impact of Mr. Flynn's deal, saying that Mr. Flynn served only briefly in the administration and had pleaded guilty to not just a single count of lying to to, I'm sorry, to just a single count of lying to the FBI. Mm-hmm. Nothing about the guilty plea or the charge implicates anyone other than Michael Flynn. I have an issue with that statement. We'll get into it in a few minutes. <laughs> um, because it has to be Trump. But while... The, no, that's not what that's not where I'm at with it, but we'll get into it. Let me get through this real quick. I'm just saying, what um, about her emails? <laughs> <laughs> I, I know Frank was out there thinking it somewhere. <laughs> so... Um, but while the courtroom, or I'm sorry, but while the court documents released on Friday show no direct evidence of collusion with Russia, fake news, God damn it. Um, <laughs> damn New York Times, man, always with their colluding asses. We'll get you. Um, the special counsel's filings so far paint a damning portrait of Mr. Trump's associates. Mm-hmm. His former campaign chairman, two other campaign aides, and his former national security advisor have now all been charged with felonies. In a statement, Mr. Flynn denied false accusations of treatment treason, but said that he had agreed to cooperate with prosecutors who are examining whether Mr. Trump's campaign colluded with Russians during the election and whether anyone sought to cover it up. I recognize that the actions I acknowledged in court today were wrong, and through my faith in God, I'm working to set things right, Mr. Flynn said. My guilty plea and agreement to cooperate with the special counsel's office reflect a decision that I made in the best interests of my family and of our country. In other words, he got broke. and (laughs) I, I accept full responsibility for my actions. In other words, maybe some people like... Put country before party. I know it's not the 38% of Trump voters can, out there, but... I can, I'm not going to accept that you're making that argument that Flynn grew a conscience, and that's the reason why he's coming forward. No, probably not. Mm. Absolutely. I know, absolutely probably not, because he even came out... And, <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. He said that he was like, I felt abandoned by the Trump campaign in, in the recent days. I have mounting um bills trying to fight this thing and he's like i had to mortgage my house and put it up for sale just to cover all of these court costs it was like i'm not gonna fight anymore i'm gonna like yeah yeah no you're right that is absolutely true and you gotta think that like i see and that's why i just can't imagine that like 
Manafort's not going through the same thing. Manafort's and Papadopoulos rich as isn't fuck, go- though. He's not. I know that. Yeah, Flynn's not Papadopoulos rich. isn't. Yeah, and Flynn's not rich either. I mean, he's got money, as in like I'm connected to the high people, the president and other people, right? Money, but not like Manafort. Like I'm embezzling and fucking. <laughs> like, <laughs> I've been embezzling millions for of decades, dollars, money. yeah, for decades right. plus. So another part of, to this story that I want to get into before we kind of get into all of our assessments of it. Is, yeah, I do have a little bit more of this article to go, but okay. go ahead. Well, I did want to kind of go into the um, Brian Ross aspect of it because that was the kind of the big thing where, where they broke the, the news there at ABC uh, News. Uh, and then on uh, Saturday, they had um, suspended Brian Ross. He was the one who initially did the uh, the story. So this is going to okay. be... This- well, before that, let me finish the details of the story, okay. and then we'll go into the the way it was covered, because I, I think we're going to probably agree on some uh, a decent portion of that. Right. So um, 45, Friday's 45-minute hearing in federal court in Washington was a humiliating moment for Mr. Flynn. That seems oh, a little biased. Bummer. Um, I mean, it was, but, you know... You, know, you don't have to write it. Awkward NYT. moment when you lie to the FBI and they catch you. Bummer. Right. Um, Egg on my face. Hmm. Uh, all right. So hold on. They go on to like describe what he was wearing, and I, I really don't care about that. Um, <laughs> Some of us are fashionistas. Okay, we do care. Dang. What the hell is happening here? Dressed in a crisp gray suit, Mr. Flynn arrived at the courtroom with his wife holding hands. They occasionally traded glances, and her legs trembled before prosecutors laid out the case that Mr. Flynn had repeatedly lied to investigators. I know. Like, when I came across the sentence, her legs trembled. I was like, wait a minute. I need to to go back. I don't know what's happening here. Somebody moonlights as a fucking romance novelist. I feel like we just ended up at, we started on Michael Flynn. Somehow we ended up in the middle of a Roy Moore story. I don't know what happened. Um, Mr. Flynn's plea agreement requires his full cooperation. He agreed to take a polygraph and if asked to participate in covert law enforcement and if asked, he would participate in covert law enforcement activities such as under such undercover activities are unlikely. However, since the plea agreement was filed publicly yeah plus if flynn starts coming up to you hey remember that time we fucked over the government i'd be like take (laughs) a fucking hike dude get the hell out of (laughs) here right no shit (laughs) wearing a wire Um, get the fuck out of here so they go on to say a court so i'm skipping a paragraph where they talk about what what the they basically go on Ooh. to say like he hurt he hurt his credibility, so I don't need to go into that. You can make that decision for yourself as the audience. Right. But according to prosecutors on December twenty second, Mr. Flynn discussed with Kislyak an upcoming United States United Nations Security Council vote on whether to condemn to condemn Israel's building of settlements. At the time the Obama administration was preparing to allow the uh, Security Council vote on the matter. Um, Mr. Mueller's investigators have learned through witnesses and documents that Prime Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu of Israel asked the Trump transition team to lobby other countries to help Israel, according to two people briefed on the inquiry. The investigators have learned that Mr. Flynn and Mr. Kushner, that's where he comes into the story, Mm -hmm. took the lead in those efforts. Mr. Mueller's team has emails that show Mr. Flynn saying that he would work to kill the vote. 
Um, the people briefed on the matter said. Mr. Flynn also spoke with Kislyak on December 29th, according to court documents about the sanctions against Russia announced that day. He had consulted with Ms. McFarlane about the matter. She was with other members of the team at Mr. Trump's Mar-a-Lago club in Florida. The court documents revealed um, to discuss what if to discuss in quotes what if anything to communicate to the Russian ambassador about U.S. sanctions. Mr. Flynn asked Mr. Kislyak that that Moscow refrain from escalating the situation, and Mr. Kislyak said um, Russia had chosen, in in quotes here, had chosen to moderate its response. The documents, um, that's what the documents revealed. The following day, President Putin of Russia said Moscow would not retaliate against the United States for those sanctions. Mm-hmm. American intelligence agencies had grown so concerned about Mr. Flynn's communications with Kislyak and false accounts that he provided to Mr. Pence that he was interviewed by the F- by FBI agents at the White House four days after the president was sworn into office. Sally Yates, the acting attorney general, warned the White House that its national security advisor might be compromised by Russians. Even before Trump said that he would appoint Flynn to the post, questions swirled around his connections um, with Russia and Putin. Yeah, I think that's pretty much the gist of that's pretty much the gist of the story. Mm-hmm. So, Mr. Flynn's son, Michael Flynn Jr., was um, intimately involved with his father's undisclosed lobbying efforts of Russia um, or the Russian government, whatever. The son had not been charged with a crime, and it's not clear whether possible legal exposure put extra pressure on his father to plead guilty. So. Yeah, because I know that was a, a, originally the thought was that they're going to go after um, right. the sons, so Flynn's son and Donald Trump Jr. and try to pressure right. you know these guys. And then I have there's a correction on this article at the bottom, December first, two thousand seventeen. An earlier version of this article reported prematurely that Michael Flynn, the former National Security Advisor to President Trump, had pleaded guilty to lying to the FBI. He pleaded guilty on Friday morning but had not entered the plea when the article was first published. Oh, so, but they were right. News, so. You know, always, <laughs> always, being, always being fake. First to do so. it. Speaking of fake news, so I'll get in here to this last part of the story here, which was, uh, this is coming yep. from uh, NBC. It says, ABC News uh, reporter Brian Ross suspended for serious error in Flynn reporting. This is by Phil McCausland. And I'm just going to read the very first couple paragraphs here, and we'll get into this. It says, ABC News announced on Saturday that it had suspended Chief Investigative Correspondent Brian Ross for a serious error in his reporting about former security, National Security Advisor Michael Flynn's guilty plea for lying to the FBI. The longtime television news correspondent was suspended for four weeks without pay after Ross reported on air Friday that President Donald Trump directed Flynn to make contact with the Russian government during the 2016 presidential campaign. ABC News later issued a clarification that stated Trump had told Flynn to speak to Russia after the former real estate mogul won the election. Uh, We deeply regret and apologize for the serious error that we made yesterday. ABC News sent out a statement on Saturday. The reporting conveyed by Brian Ross during the special report had not been fully vetted through our editorial standard uh, process. 
As a result to our continued reporting over the next several hours, ultimately, we determined the information was wrong and we corrected the mistake on air and online. Uh, of that, Brian Ross went to Twitter to say, My job is to hold people accountable, and that's why I agree with being held accountable myself. So I was glad that he took uh, um, accountability for it. Cause... Dude, it sounds to me like a bunch of fake news, liberal <laughs> media outlets not being held accountable, only only out to witch hunt. That's, that's right. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> it's a pretty big error to me. And, uh, we talked about this yeah. because... And then he was held accountable after they corrected it in the same day. Fake news. Yeah, here's the problem with that, though, because we, me and you were texting back and forth when this happened, and I can't remember, like, you were doing your little jig like all the other liberals out there that were like, oh, Mueller is bringing me yep, a Christmas present. All the present. other liberals. Make sure that we keep count of those on the show from now on. Because That's fine. Mitch likes to generalize people. That's fine. I'm just saying, your reactions we talk were, about, were very we'll similar. Talk about, we'll talk about, like, Paul Manafort or Donald Trump or one Republican, and you're like, well, that means all liberals think this way. Like, okay, right. Mitch. All right. So, but the, the news came out, and it was saying that uh, Flynn, I think the, the headline that was derived from this ABC News report, that because they obviously they broke the story, the big headline that was derived from it was Michael Flynn flips on Donald Trump. Michael Flynn prepared to testify against Donald Trump. And then that was expanded yeah, that, to... Yeah, that's a huge problem. Yeah, and that, that was expanded to Michael Flynn is going to report that candidate Trump told him to contact Russia. And then only later was it clarified that it was A, President-elect Trump, and B, he was told to contact Russia on how to fight uh, ISIS in Syria. Like, that was the direct order that he had given him, which, of course is very standard when it comes to, you know, incoming uh Right, but what we just heard and what we just talked about and what we just read is that a very senior official, in quotes, which you just alluded to being... Donald Trump. M- well, Again, that's the wording, though. Donald that's Trump. The, the thing behind right. it. They're saying, so oh, he, to, he talked so to, talk to, to Russia. So to turn this into like, oh, well, he also talked to him about ISIS. Like, but that's, yeah, what, that's, he, not, that's what Flynn that's not said what the story just to. was. Yeah, I understand that the story that didn't go into all of the the details that is the detail the detail later is michael flynn said that that's what he's talking about whenever they're saying that senior advisor they're talking about trump and they're talking about him being directed to contact russia to fight isis in syria it's really when did when did flynn say that he said that during they just didn't choose to put it in there but that's during his uh what do you call his statements whenever he was um what was it friday Friday or, or he, yeah, it was. I think it was Friday morning. Friday morning, he came in there and, and said all that. They also didn't choose <laughs> to say all of his uh, remarks, where he t- goes on to say, you know, I'm tired of being called a traitor. I've got nothing to hide. I don't know of any criminality that happened. I admit that I was wrong, um, and in, in being untruthful to the FBI. So again, this is a big but deal. Realize- I don't want to pretend <clears throat> like it's not a big deal because it is. However, I feel like the wording and the reporting around this, once again, have just been manufactured to give blue balls to the people who really want to see. Well, I agree that Brian Ross made a huge error, and I think that it's good that he accepted responsibility and he has been held accountable to it. I don't think that biased news is the same as fake news. I, I agree with you that when we're reading an article and we're talking about, like, her legs trembling instead of more remarks <laughs> that he made, like, that that I yeah. wish is – like, I, I would rather have more statements. 
you know. That's then, called bullshit reporting. The, like, I need to make this so long, so I'm just going to type words. <laughs> right. It was unbelievably long. I got to start picking shorter articles. Um, but, you know, I just, I don't know. I think there there's an obvious difference between fake news, which is bullshit news, right. which is not real news, and biased news. And while, yes, I agree with you that the majority of the media is liberal and mm-hmm. biased that way, that doesn't mean that what they're reporting is wrong. And Here's the what problem with Brian Ross. What he reporting was wrong. Now, the difference there is that while that was fake news, he called himself out and made the effort – to correct the story, which a lot of the times... And he was the only one who yeah, reported it Yeah, a lot of the time... Well, no, because all the other headlines were derived off of that. They ran with it. They And that's what they started telling everyone. Is so, that, then why was he, so why was he the only one? I guess because he broke the story? He broke the story, yeah, and then he corrected it. But a lot of BuzzFeed, a lot of those articles and other places that said, nope, Flynn is going to testify that Donald Trump said, or candidate Trump said... It colluded with the Russians. He's going to testify for it. They didn't right. fix okay. their articles. So that's fake news. Okay, and that's all fine. And that's the media being the media, yeah, whatever. And that both let's, sides do it. We we know it, but right. So let's talk about the substance here, because I where I have a huge issue going back to what Donald Trump's lawyer said is that this implicates nobody but Michael Flynn. It implicates everybody. It implicates fucking literally uh, every. Everybody, Manafort, Priebus, Kellyanne Conway, Trump Jr., Kushner, uh, Pence, like all of these people were at Trump Tower slash Mar-a-Lago with the president while Michael Flynn was calling on December 29th um, and and made six phone calls Mm -hmm. between the Russians and and. The, yeah, and, uh, again, according shit, to them, it Mar-a-Lago. was about it was about ISIS. So, according the point. to them, but they're proven liars. That's my point. Every, yeah, they're everyone proven liars. In, everyone they're in, not, in there is they're not is, straight shooters. They're very far from that. Yeah. They're not telling us what's happening. So, if there is nothing there, then they're playing a really shitty optic game. That's what I'm telling you. Well, again, it doesn't help whenever the media is going out and just giving the wrong headlines. You can blame the media all you want. Donald Trump created this, well, and Donald Trump's optics, team created this. You know, like I said, what? that's the optics, right? You're saying that, oh, it looks terrible. Well, it's the media that's making it look terrible because, again, in most of these articles, they don't go on to show all of Michael Flynn's full comments where he says, there has been no wrongdoing. I know nothing of any criminality. I will testify in full. I will help so that I don't have to fucking pay these <laughs> these expenses. <laughs> but this is what this was on. They don't say that. They just say he's flipping on him. He's going to, to do it. And so then everyone freaks out and goes, oh, it's coming. The, the smoke. The smoke is leading to fire. Right. I get that. I have a feeling there's more than that. I don't think... Look, the fact of the matter is, he doesn't get... Like, what were what was the amount of charges initially that was uh, brought to him? Maybe like, four. Maybe like, four charges. Was it? I thought I so. I thought it was... I thought it was like nine. Like, no, I don't think it was that much. And I don't even know what they, of, what they were. I think it was like lying... Lying to uh, the FBI, lying to Congress. Um, they all had to do with that, like failing to fill out forms, uh, which is what they got Manafort on, uh, fa- and something else. I feel like it was just four four things that I can remember. But it was mm-hmm. things like that. They all had to do with. But the fact of the matter is, like, you don't walk away with, like, the sentence now for the plea deal lying to the FBI is one year. Yeah. Right? Which and I, no one, one thinks and, is going to serve that. 
No, he's not going to serve that. And if he did, it would be in like white people, rich man jail, um, <laughs> which is so better. Everyone knows it. <laughs> it right. We all want a room, um, but it is better, and everybody does know it. It is better. So, yeah, that was a joke, but not really. Like, you know. <laughs> right. So, um, so that's the, the only thing the, where where there, I think there might but, be a kernel of truth uh, to this thing is that he did do a plea deal, and that means that. You don't do a that plea means they deal want if you something. don't have yeah if you don't have a song to sing they don't hire you to sing it so I I kind of get in the last episode we reported that um, that shortly before this I guess uh, when did we record the last episode is the last Monday um, right before the Monday before Flynn came out and and I don't think did it was Monday we, it was like Saturday it was, uh, maybe it was Thanksgiving I don't know. weekend yo. But I know that. Oh yeah, duh, stupid. But we talked about how um, fake news. How, how my yeah, right. <laughs> you heard it here first, and it was bullshit. Um, <laughs> we talked about how Mike Flynn had cut off communication with the Trump yeah administration. So we knew something and was coming. You don't you don't do that. I don't think unless you have a story to tell either. Like, well, no, that's standard now, procedure. Whenever you, you whenever you're no longer talking to the party of interest which is the trump campaign that is supposed to be the uh focus of the Mueller investigation for collusion with the russians it seems to and not obstruction of justice the yeah. Mueller thing the Mueller was only brought in because of obstruction of justice he was given yeah. the the russian investigation to go into but that is not why Mueller came in, came in. and we've had this conversation so many times and you always like you you've always spun <laughs> no, it that it. way that like Mueller is only there for collusion and that's not what right. they're looking for no Mueller's there because Comey got fired that's obstruction of justice that's what he's looking for first he off, just has access to not, the whole co- the whole investigation first off you fake newsed it because you just said it is obstruction of justice and we've already gone in to de- in depth about no, how the president No he's there to look for obstruction of justice that's fine yeah i mean obviously like they said the main reason he's there is to look for collusion with the russian in this right. russian investigation and then the reason he was brought in was for concerns of obstruction of justice but right there yes. yeah he's there to look if he finds that then he finds it but that's not why he's there he's there to try to find this russian collusion and well if and what i'm telling you though is if comey still has a job there is there's none of this yeah, but Comey was a twat. <laughs> yeah, Comey was a twat, but guess who wasn't being investigated for obstruction of justice? Right. <laughs> like, right. say whatever you want, but, like, yeah, Donald but... Trump is suffering the repercussions of firing James Comey yeah. right now. Well, well so... again, that to me, that's that's something for the looking glass. I mean, that's, that's going to be something that in four or five years from now we can look back on and say, was firing Comey a good idea or a bad idea? And it's really going to decide— I think we decide... can look at it now. It depends on how this pans out. If it takes Donald Trump down and he has to be impeached, then that's a bad fucking move by him. But Dep- if it depending, well, right. but if it blue yeah. balls everyone for two years and they get nothing, and after spending millions of dollars to, to really try to find dirt and they come up empty-handed, then it'll it could work for his benefit because then going into the elections, they're going to say, "Look at this, you were so wrong. You couldn't, you know." So we don't know how it's going to play out yet. Right now, it, it doesn't look like it was beneficial for him but they also haven't found anything yet so again we'll have to see well, how it goes down again we don't know what they found but we know that we know indictments they, are we know that indictments are starting to come now i think and, there's still two more that are uh undisclosed two two more undisclosed and we indictments know, and yeah I'm and thinking I'm gonna, one of those is I'm, jared kushner 
I'm thinking one of those is Jared Kushner, and I write that on the, the board. We're both is, on it, and, and I bet the other one is Carter Page. That's that is my guess. So, I don't have a guess for the other one, so you can write that. If on. that if that happens, then that means the first seven people that we talked about in this investigation have now been indicted and charged. <laughs> so it looks like a lot of smoke and mirrors to me, but. You know, like mm-hmm. literally everyone in order that their name got brought up. You remember you remember 10 months ago when you were all like, oh, Carter Page, Carter Page. That was your punchline. Don't we'll don't see what happens. Your, yeah, don't blow your load yet. He hasn't named any Carter Page yet. But no, he hasn't. But what I'm telling you is that we said that I said the same thing about Manafort. I said the same thing about Flynn. You Correction, said the same we thing both about said Flynn. the same thing about Manafort and Flynn back during the, when the campaign was still going on. The day All that, I'm that telling shit you, happened, we were like, he's gone in a month. No, I, I agree with you. I'm saying, though, that in the order that these people's names came into the news, they have now yeah. been indicted, with the exception of Robert Gates, who I didn't know about until the Manafort thing. Well, yeah, he was, or Richard Gates, whatever his yeah, name is. He was I think I've connected missed, to Manafort. <laughs> I think I've messed up his name on both episodes that I've said it. It's Richard Gates, yeah. not well, Robert Gates. Robert um, Gates is a historical name. It just it sticks in everyone's head. I, <laughs> so. Isn't Robert Gates? Wasn't Robert Gates one of the a press secretary recently? A press secretary? Uh, yes. There was for a Gates. Obama. There was a Gates, and I can't remember what his first name was. I don't know. Maybe before, Gates. Just yeah. It was before if I don't know your last name, Harvey. I'm going to assume it's Gates. Let's just say that moving yeah. forward. Like <laughs> so. Um. But yeah, yeah, I don't when it think comes down I don't. To it, I, I, I still I think. Go ahead. I don't think this looks good for the Donald Trump, and I think they should be sweating. and And I'll tell you why. I don't think so. Because at all. anybody that any, I think anybody that was interviewed by the FBI should be sweating. The FBI they lied. doesn't. <laughs> the yeah, because they absolutely lied. You know they lied. We all know they fucking lied. And they should have pulled and the I old. Even, I don't remember. I don't even, That's a safe bet. I don't bet. even know the the. Uh, I don't know the questions, but I know that the answers were bullshit because I've seen this play out now for fucking 11 months. And I'm pretty sure the answers were bullshit. And what I'm telling you is that the FBI doesn't ask questions that they don't have the answers to. Yeah. Like, so I'll tell you what, though, if that's all they got, though, there's nothing to worry about. A year at most in white person prison, which you know no one's going to fucking serve. The for Michael Flynn, will, but if, for anyone, if that's they what they're prove, charging him with. If they can prove that uh, James Comey was fired, firing was obstruction of justice, if they can right. prove that, that's a huge problem. And it may not be, it may fall under, under some bullshit, um, you know, Sean Hannity wrote your definition of collusion six months before this fucking presidency. So that's <laughs> the legal term for collusion. But we know what collusion really is. We've all seen the league. We know what it is. Pretty sure um, Sean Hannity didn't write that. I'm pretty sure that was, you know, U.S. statute. I'm, but I'm pretty sure okay. that Sean Hannity, like, creamed over it. And it was written for <laughs> Sean Hannity. So because some legal bullshit term of like, oh, treason, you have to be at war and you have to shut up. Treason is treason. You don't have to have it explained. That's what you it know is. what the fuck it is. <laughs> <laughs> no, if it's one thing I've learned, oh, the general God, public. I'm getting so sick. Yeah, the general public does not know what most of these terms mean. So just saying like, ah, trust me, everyone knows it. No, they don't. There's a reason why we have court of laws and that there's actual definitions. So, again. We're gonna but see- the courts are bullshit, aren't they? Ask Donald Trump. Yeah, the courts yes. are bullshit. Yeah, well, don't ask Donald Trump because he's going to say something fucking stupid. But the He'll actual probably fucking answer, tweet it. Yeah, the actual answer is the courts aren't stupid per se. They can make stupid decisions, but 
at the same time, you know, treason does apply in only a very certain aspect. You're not going to get treason. You're not going to get collusion. You might get no, obstruction of justice. We'll see. Yeah. I don't think so. Again, that's this... where that that's where I think the most realistic thing is. Like, I don't think I don't think that's that the... they will get collusion. Yeah. I I know they won't get treason. Treason's stupid. That's dumb. That's charge. not going to happen. Um, yeah. Right. That just and will I don't not think happen. That, like, I don't think the they're board. looking for treason because that would be stupid to look for they, treason. Yeah, he's a lawyer and he knows the definition. But right. again, with but, <laughs> but apparently lawyers don't know the difference between pled and pleaded, right? Because now they're typing Donald Trump's Twitter or tweets after telling him for months to get That's the fuck off bullshit. Twitter. That that was Frank's point and so just to credit him and fuck that. You know Donald Trump's lawyer didn't write that fucking no, tweet. Not at all. We're going to get into so, all that, that shit later. But going back to Michael Flynn. And looking, <laughs> let's just leave the audience in suspense. For anybody that doesn't right. know how that. Dangle it in front of their away. face. But, <laughs> right. but, yeah, this, I think, is another one of those situations where the, the, facts of, the facts that we're looking at don't meet the narrative. And so they just say, fuck the facts. And they go with this narrative. Michael Flynn is flipping on Trump. Where the real facts seem to be. Michael Flynn is upset that he's being called a traitor. He has mounting legal bills. He's... That's fine, but again, that's you focusing on the media's coverage of it. And what I'm telling you is that no, fuck I'm looking the at the media's... facts of it. The media didn't cover like... the facts. We did. So there's the difference. We can look at it and go, okay, this is what he's actually said. It looks like right. he did lie to, to the FBI, which they are reporting, and that's good. But he's also saying there is no criminality that I know of that I know of at all. I haven't done anything. This is what he told me to talk to Russia about. And again, I don't think it's going to amount to anything because that's fucking nothing. But you can sit there and say, oh, well, no, trust me. It definitely is. It's like, well, no, look at the details. It isn't. So and we'll see. I mean, the 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 two indictments that are yet to come, at least so far, um, are obviously going to. We don't know anything about those. Yeah. So we're going to see where that goes. So. Yeah, those are Jared their own Kushner's in the crosshairs. We'll see what happens with that dude. We've talked right. about just by ourselves how I thought Jared Kushner was just on his way out by himself simply because due he's to the a fact dick. That like no one likes him. He's a Democrat. <laughs> like, yeah, and every, he's literally gotten into fights with every single person in the staff to where they've had to quit because they're like, I fucking hate Jared Kushner and I won't be in the same room with him. So yeah. he's lost a bunch of this loyalist due to the fact that, you know, the guy's married to his daughter. You know, I got it. He he won you Wisconsin. That's very good. You needed that. But you don't really need this guy anymore. Get him out of here. Right. He's not going anywhere. Well, You're yeah, going to see him at Christmas. I mean, <laughs> <You know? laughs> right. No, I know. And what's funny, too, is I don't know what the hang-up is. I mean, I get it's family, but, dude, you fired 98% of your administration <laughs> already. It's like, let it go. It's fine. One more one more pin to fall isn't going right. to break your back. It might destroy the country, but, you know, whatever. Um, <laughs> so, we'll, we'll see. Again, I still think when you look at the details and you go away from the headlines that are telling you that there's fire and that this is the smoke, here's another smoke, and it seems to be a recurring theme where they just kind of skirt on the details – give you a nice headline that makes it look like there's totally collusion going on. And then when you look into it, you go, well, that doesn't seem like very much. And they go, ah, well, you're just, you're just making excuses. No, I'm reading the details and those don't seem to be illegal. So I don't see any, any illegal activity. Again, (laughs) again, we need to, we need to know, at least where we are right now on Mike Flynn, we need to know what's coming. Like we need to know what he's going to say. He did get a plea deal. So that, that is, 
and the only like, kernel I, that I'm giving any of these people that you know are claiming that this is what's going on, like that's the one piece that makes me reserve myself from saying it's 100 percent bullshit because I don't know. I sound like right. I know. I don't. And I'm gonna, <laughs> you, you sound like you think you know. That's I for certainly, sure. I certainly think I know, but I'm going to be honest and say I don't fucking know. And so that's the one thing that's making me a little reserved and going, you know, I really don't know if if it is going to come down. And, you know, most of these people, you know, there was another, uh, what, the Florida, Democratic Florida congresswoman who's carted off to five years in jail today. I'm sure she didn't think that was going to fucking happen. So you never know. Shit can fucking happen. But right. No, regardless, I don't think that this is anything. Does it lead to anything else? We'll see. Right. I don't know. All I know is Democrats are sitting over there hoping that this is a snowball at the top of the hill. Like, oh, I know they are. to look a lot like Christmas. <laughs> On the first day of Christmas, Miller gave to me. I'm just like, you don't know what you're talking about. But <laughs> right. It's oh, been fun. It's right. a fun ride watching these guys just like dry hump this wish. Oh, God, give it to me. And they just don't yeah. get it. I don't think it's that far of a reach. I just know that, like, there are some things that we won't convince each other of until the whole story is there. Right. So but when you medically die of blue balls, then don't look to me because I was telling you guys not to not to hold your load <laughs> so long. That's all right. And when a year's worth of content blows up in your face, I don't know, man. <laughs> I was just here fucking pushing the buttons. So. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> And good morning, everybody. Welcome to Today. And Hoda's here with me at this morning because this is a sad morning here at Today and at NBC News. Just moments ago, NBC News Chairman Andy Lack sent the following note to our organization. Dear colleagues, on Monday night, we received a detailed complaint from a colleague about inappropriate sexual behavior in the workplace by Matt Lauer. It represented, after serious review, a clear violation of our company's standards. As a result, we have decided to terminate his employment. While it is the first complaint about his behavior in the over 20 years he has been at NBC News, we were also presented with reason to believe this may not have been an isolated incident. Our highest priority is to create a workplace environment where everyone feels safe and protected and to ensure that any actions that run counter to our core values are met with consequences no matter who the offender. We are deeply saddened by this turn of events, but we will face it together as a news organization and do it in as transparent a manner as we can. The Tax Cuts and Jobs Act as amended is passed. All right, Phil, we just heard it. Republican senators still clapping. 51 yeas, 49 nays. There were no surprises, Phil. Yeah, that's exactly right. Look, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell usually has a pretty good idea where the members of his conference are. They were very solid about where this vote was. And, and again, so I just want to underscore, this is a momentous occasion for the Republican Party. This is a momentous occasion for people who have tried to change the tax code for three decades now. It's worth noting, both parties have tried to reform the tax code over the course of the last three decades. Emotions running high during day one of the murder trial for the illegal immigrant accused of killing Kate Steinle. The 2015 shooting sparking the president's crackdown on immigration and the push for a border wall, which is about to reach a major milestone. Kelly Wright is here now with the new developments. Good morning, Kelly. Jillian, good morning to you as well. The trial opened with deep feelings of sadness as Kate Steinle's father gave dramatic testimony about his daughter's last day. 
The emotion in Jim Steinle's voice was palpable throughout the courtroom as he spoke fondly about the close relationship he shared with his daughter. U.S. President Donald Trump tweeted against U.K. Prime Minister Theresa May after she condemned his retweet of anti-Muslim videos. U.S. President Donald Trump put out a tweet asking Theresa May, and I'm quoting him here, to focus on destructive radical Islamic terrorism that is taking place within the United Kingdom, unquote. Trump earlier tagged a wrong account of the UK Prime Minister, but he deleted that tweet shortly after. Donald Trump's tweet against May comes after the UK Prime Minister's spokesperson condemned Trump's retweeting of an anti-Islam videos. One of the videos was by a minor anti-Islam party based in the UK called Britain First. There were calls in the United Kingdom to cancel his upcoming visit as well, but no such decision has been taken so far. Get to this Fox News alert because we do have some serious news here to report. President Trump now throwing his full support behind Alabama GOP Senate candidate Roy Moore ahead of next Tuesday's special election. The president tweeting, quote, Democrats' refusal to give even one vote for massive tax cuts is why we need Republican Roy Moore to win in Alabama. We need his vote on stopping crime, illegal immigration, border wall, military, pro-life, VA, judges' Second Amendment, and more. No to Jones, a Pelosi Schumer puppet. The president's endorsement comes as Moore faces numerous allegations of sexual misconduct from decades ago. All right. Uh, the rest of the week this week is sponsored in part by the pedophile of the week. Actually, not pedophile. <laughs> I I get so caught up. Like, sometimes I, I have these thoughts and I wake up in Alabama. It's just, right. I don't know. I don't know what happens. Um, it's brought to you by the sex no. offender of the week. Sex offender of the week, Matt Lauer. Um, was that Monday morning? That was kind of shocking. Yeah, a lot of people were shocked by it. I kind of wasn't, to be honest. Uh, we'll we'll say what. I'm not what shocked. I'm not shocked by any of this anymore. No. But apparently, and these details are pretty gruesome. So if for some reason you're a bad parent and you're listening <laughs> to our podcast with your children in the car, hey, don't do that. Um, this this might be the spot where you actually do want to turn it down because right. if fuck and dick jokes aren't enough for you, we're about <laughs> to get gross. Um, but so the details of it. So first of all, let's set the scene. I've played the soundbite already, but I think it was Monday morning. I'm and I don't have the bite in front of me, but um, it may have. It was early in the week that Savannah Guthrie came on the Today Show without Matt Lauer, and announced to the world that he had been fired and at the time when it was reported um obviously it, you know was what's it crazy and you actually <laughs> <shut> <laughs> i wanted you to let it go so bad <laughs> um, nope but what's what's interesting about what we saw and heard from savannah Guthrie is just like it's got to be weird for these people when these stories come out and they're actually friends of the person that yeah. like, you know, how long the, they've been the working Weinstein together, like the, 20 years or something, 20 years or something like that. And you could tell the way she read it and the way she talked about it as she was announcing it, that like she was upset. They were all, and then it like it switched to Al Roker and like, you could just tell like these people are friends. They've worked together for a long time. Yeah, I'm sure they go to but, like, you know, parties together and all sorts of stuff. Right. Maybe masturbate so, in front of each other. I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Who knows? Sometimes people ask. Sometimes they don't. Just whip it out. Um, 
but in this case, terrible. So she had she announces that he's no longer working, and at the time they say NBC relate released a statement saying that a um, I I don't know if they said female, but we know it was now, right? Um, but said that a somebody who had worked with him had come to HR or whatever um, about in about an inappropriate instance. They didn't elaborate it on it at all and they and they went a little bit too far and they said that this was the only instance known instance um in matt lauer's history but they had reason to believe that there might be a pattern which which i I don't know any fucking sense to me no i don't know why they decided to term it that way because they did the right thing they did the right thing by firing him and they did the right thing by being the ones to announce it and and to talk about it on their show and to own up to it and to like you know this is this is an unfortunate aspect of something that happened in our company that was all good i that was the only sentence of the statement that i well for two that i can criticize now because within 24 hours of that coming out three women went to variety magazine and told pretty disturbing stories um one of them being and and this is the part where we need to get turned down warnings (laughs) warnings <laughs> I have children now so I care about these things um, but the so one of the accounts that was given was that Matt Lauer either sent or gave a female co-worker a um, a vibrator as some as a gift or whatever with a note describing how he wanted to use it on her or something along those lines um, right so there was so that's that's pretty okay. It's already a bold um, move. Was, I mean, you don't know how to play that one. Maybe they don't want the fucking right. vibrator. So right. not something you typically I, lead with, but okay. No. And I think too that um I think the first story, the accusation that was made to HR was somebody that worked with him in Sochi in the Yeah, two thousand fourteen. Yeah, in the Olympics. Um, and But we never really got details on that one. We just know something inappropriate happened. I thought that he, she, she said was, that he uh, groped Was her. she invited to his... Is that what happened? That's he what was, I thought. She invited him was to... Sad. Or he invited her to his hotel room. Um, so there was that instance, I guess, was, which was the initial thing. Then there's this story about the sex toy. And then the next story is of a... Uh, one of his coworkers or interns or something was called into his office and he just like whipped his dick out and she was LBJ. like uh, LBJ did uh, no nah dude not cool and then he started berating her for not doing something about it um yeah that, that that's pretty fucked up and now for the most fucked up where a Apparently, um, which I think this is probably going to be a hard sell to the maintenance man, Matt Lauer <laughs> has a fucking security button type dealy under his desk to lock his doors just to make sure nobody's walking in while he's getting his rape on. Um, <laughs> and there, and and the third accusation is that um, a female was that was obviously um, somebody that was a. Female? Not a mentor, that I guess. A prospect? No, no, no. <laughs> like, like an inter, like somebody who was on, obviously lower on the scale, not, right? Not equivalent in the company. Um, was called into his office. The door was locked. He like 
told she was wearing a skirt or something and like she was picked up a stack of papers and he told her how good her ass looked or something like that and then like he walked over behind her slid up her skirt and like raped her until she passed out from fear and then when she came to he was like getting the company whatever um a secretary to like call a nurse or something like that or got a company nurse to like come take it like that's fucked up hear that one damn yeah yeah these are bad accusations that's a bad one and they're all bad. Like, they're all bad. Well, the vibrator um, one I could kind of see, like, if you're flirting with someone and then you want to make a bold move. It's not the play I would make, yeah. but I could see that. Like, that, no, the last one. If you're flirting with somebody, but, yeah. dude, in every, like, I have a huge problem someone with take on the last, the last few times that we've talked about this. Like, I, like, you have to take into account when you talk about it, when you talk about Louis C.K. and when you talk yeah. about stuff like this, like, we're talking. You and I don't rape people, so we're thinking <laughs> about it in terms of like, hey, a we're flirting, and you know, think right. But in these instances, like in all of these instances, this is like very unwanted, and in a lot right. of these instances, it's very known to the person who's committing the act that it is not wanted by the reciproc by the victim. Well, um, to to be fair and to play devil's advocate here, a lot of the times when these people are have accusations put at them, they say that they didn't know it was unwanted. They thought that it was wanted. Now, a lot of that's bullshit. Like, again... Right, that's like... Yeah, but that's like Trump not knowing that Flynn fucking was calling the Russians. Like, I'm I'm calling bullshit a little <laughs> well, he bit, told man. Them, he like, told them they call the Russians. But, no. Roy, Roy Moore can't walk back the fact that he said that he asked Mother's permission to date his girlfriend. Yeah, that's you weird. You can't walk that back. You fucking said that. Yeah, that's, a, that's and, a weird thing. But again, like I said, when it comes to the Matt Lauer stuff, uh, I don't know. I need to know more details about those initial ones because it could be a, a case of the girl takes it wrongly. You, you make a, a lewd joke, you make an advancement, and it goes it goes wrong. Yeah, I I can't. I'm sorry, but like I can't play devil's advocate on this type of stuff. Uh, See, to me, it's not being playing devil's advocate because we hear about those things all the time where people take things wrong and then they say, well, that's sexual harassment. Yeah, we hear people – we hear a lot of people like Brock Turner saying that they didn't well, do anything no, wrong. Well, that's, no, that's different. He drug someone by a dumpster and then raped them. Again, like – and then when it comes to this Matt Lauer thing, yeah, it sounds like if he locked his doors and then raped someone till they passed out with fear – that's pretty cut and dry. That's not. Yeah. That's not unwanted attention or anything yeah, like but that. Even so, like, how do you? You can't write off the fact that like he calls somebody into his office and like, here's my dick. What are you gonna yeah, do with it? That, and yeah, then berates them. Right. No, it's not. Um, it like I don't know. I just think what's unfortunate is we joked earlier, um, before you know a while ago that we should that we could make this a fucking segment like the <laughs> sexual, the, the, Every the week, sexual man. harasser of There's the week. A new one. And, and I do fear, I do fear that this could get us into an area that we don't want to get into because we're seeing this a lot now. Um, and, and I do think that there is going to be a time where there is overreach where, you know, because you already, There's already been a couple with, of like, them. Yeah. Where they've come out and said like, <laughs> I'll take a. I can't remember what the guy's name was, but he got accused of of rape, um, and 
he was like, I'm going to take a lie detector test. And he passed it and was like, all this is bullshit, but he still got fired. And I've been hearing that a lot too, is that a lot of people, while they, they are very sympathetic to the accusers still want some form of due process. It seems like, and I kind of go the other way when it comes to employment. I think that if there's accusations of rape, you just let the person go to begin with. I feel like that's the yeah. right thing to do. But I also yeah, no, do think from, that... Yeah, from the beginning. And we've, we've seen that before. We saw that last year um, kind of in a different... Uh, in sports, we saw it. Not with the NFL, but with the with the NHL. Um, Chicago Blackhawks player was accused of... Uh, Kane? Was, was, yeah, Patrick Kane was accused of rape. Um in the off season leading into, I think it was last season. It might've been the season before, but he was supposed to be on the cover of EA sports game. And that as soon as the accusation was made, they were like, Nope, we don't want to touch it. Like the <laughs> accusation. Is, and that's the way you handle that. No, shit nothing now. happened to like, him. It, he's, he's no on my fantasy roster. He didn't go anywhere, but <laughs> right. You know. So lucky for you yeah. and lucky for everybody. But, but he also didn't do it like that. He, there was, there was substantial reason to believe that even as a Blues fan, I'm going to tell you, this Blackhawks player is not a raper. He doesn't fucking um, say, let's go Blues. You don't say LGBT. <laughs> Shut up. We all know it. Um. So, anyway, yeah, I, I just think that I think that there is the potential for this shit to get, to get overreach. And what I don't want to see is I don't want to see a scenario where we see all the time, you know, we'll be watching just regular – programming on television and you'll have the commercial that's like did you ever take a pill did it maybe give you man titties or did you maybe get fat either way sue these guys right like, sue these i don't want to i, I don't want to see that where it's like hey did um you know because i i gave you guys the example off the off the show when we were all here together last week that like so is there what I don't want to see is a point where we walk down the stairs to get set up to record and I bump into you and you sue me well, for sexual harassment or be something like that because I, because it was unwanted <laughs> or something. I don't want to see ridiculous shit like well, we, that. And I, we but see I, arguments like that where they say, I saw that online earlier when someone was like, listen, I've regretted entire relationships. It doesn't mean I was raped. And then people kind of convince them, no, if you've regretted it, no matter how much time has passed, you were raped. And it's like, dude, right. no, like I've regretted those, all sorts those, of shit in my life. Right. But those are extreme cases to you. Like that's not the majority. That's not the majority of, think, thank God. But again, there are people that do think that. And right. I do think that there is a, a, a little bit of a trend now to where people are presumed, it, at least in this instance, people are presumed guilty before we really know a lot of facts. Like someone will be accused. And I do think that they should be fired, but I don't think that they should be presumed guilty. I think they should be either fired or have a leave of absence while it's investigated. And then the law should just do its fucking job and go into it and see, are these credible claims? Are they not credible claims? And then go from it, go from that point. Yeah, I don't disagree with you. And I, and I said it the last time that we talked about this, which feels like it was probably the last episode. Um, it was. <laughs> we talked about it for yeah, the past, like, four. I mean, I'm pretty sure this is, like, the fourth episode in the row that we're talking put about. Put that this. on the board. We, we uh, put that one there on there, too. We said, hey, you know what? Weinstein's not going to be the end of it. It's going to keep on going. No. Oh, no. Weinstein was the start of it. Like, Weinstein. Floodgates open, Weinstein. man. Levees are broken. And then shit just yeah. went glacial. 
And I can tell you right now, and I think you would agree with me, that this is not anywhere close to done. Like, this is going to continue to happen. I think that it's, um, it's going to wane. I really do. I don't, I, well, I, yeah, I know more is going to come out. I think that's kind of it. I really do. I don't. I feel like there's, we're not going to hear a lot of it going from this point forward. At least that's what my gut's telling me. Well, nah, I disagree with you. Um, yeah. I, I, I don't think this is going to stop for a, a while. Um, because you consider that like the majority of things that have come out, um, so far aren't, these aren't recent stories. These are stories that have been held 15 for years, 40 years, 10 years, 30 however years, long it you is. know, right. So how many more people existed over yeah, but that, that, that great of time? purge has to happen and then it has to, you know, it has to wane at that point. The people who have got something to say are probably going to come out and say it. There's, there's still people that aren't coming out. And they have every right not to come out. They can come out when they damn well please. However, mm-hmm. I think that, you know, that's probably going to be Matt Lauer, for whatever reason to me, seems like a punctuation mark. It seems like an ending. Not really an ending, but more of a, you know, here's the next paragraph. There's going to be more to it, but we'll kind of see where it goes from here. Obviously, more people are going to come out, but I don't think it's going to be every week like it has been since Weinstein. Or at times, <laughs> multiple people in one week. You know, yeah, <laughs> Charlie Rose, a bunch of other people. Here's the other interesting thing, and obviously everyone we have at NPR to adri- apparently, there's like three people have that to have been ad- fired now from NPR's senior staff. Yeah, we have to address it too because it, you know it's part of this story is the fact that everybody in the media has been at least somewhat held accountable, like whether it's Hollywood or whatever, like they not held accountable as in punished, but <coughs> I'm sorry. <coughs> yeah, you would. I'm dying. I am dying. I should not, I should not have done this tonight, but, um, <laughs> but they, they've been punished in some way. Like the, the news personalities have been let go. Bill O'Reilly's gone. Charlie Rose is gone. Matt Lauer's yeah. gone. Um, the, the, Hollywood actors, their deals have been dropped. People are reshooting movies. Oh Nobody's on Netflix anymore. Um, yeah, they're going to do season six of House of Cards without Kevin Spacey. And let me just be the first to say, it's going to suck. I mean, that's yeah. everyone's online being like, dude, it's just not going to be good. Like, say whatever you want like, about Kevin Spacey. An, right. He <laughs> fell down an elevator shaft. Moving on. <laughs> He's dead, um, so going on. And for people... No, I'm not going to do any spoilers for people who have watched House of Cards and have made it to the end. It makes perfect sense for them to go in a different direction. However, th- that show's just going to suck if he's not on it, and he's not going to be on it. It's going to be the final season. So, I mean, obviously there's there's consequences. We'll see if uh, right. which people, except but, for for uh, two people. Who was it? it was uh, George Decay and oh, there was another guy that this. People just didn't care about. Apparently, uh, Danny Masterson has just avoided any type of. Yeah, I he, just heard this. The Frank was actually telling me that he's been charged. That's a that's an old like. I think it was like a couple what was different. That? There was like at least was two or three rape charges, for uh, over the span of like five years. You know, and yeah, it just kind of got. Rushed. Do you know that? Do you know any of the details of those? No, I heard. I mean, I would have known them whenever I'd heard it. It's an old story, but for you know, a lot of these <laughs> old stories that we all knew about and now are coming to light and being viewed as credible, he's kind of right. avoided it. So I don't know what. I don't know. That that's another yeah, one that seems to get away. The other thing, the the point of me bringing that that aspect of it up though was that like 
every congressman has avoided it, or every politician yeah. has avoided it. Conyers, at least until within the last couple of days. He's in the hospital um, now. <laughs> so Right. But Conyers, like didn't step down and for a while the democrats were at his side for a couple of days and al franken hasn't stepped down He's not he going came to step out down. And, no he came out and was like the best the first step to the road to recovery is continuing to work um okay <laughs> and it's like weinstein i'm going after trump i'll see you later <laughs> right and and the the roy moore is still running donald trump is still president He's still like, winning you've seen the meme yeah. like um you know, it, it's just it comes down to, and, I th- and again, I think, I think it, it comes it, down to instant ratings is what it comes down to. I don't think um, so. I think it comes down to voting for your interest, and I really do. I, th- I think that Democrats have an interest. People of Minnesota are mostly Democrats. No, no, no. That's no. That's not. We're not talking about voting though. Like Conyers and Franken, um, and Trump currently hold office. Right. So, we're not talking about But if about they were voting. to be ousted, we're there would about be an election. What, they would have to have someone voted in. Right. But I don't think – but I think that because – I think that we sh- – that people should be calling for Conyers to step down. I think that that they're not – or that they are calling, but he's yeah. not going to step down. No. And the reason he's not going to step down is because there's not a fucking election. So unless somebody forces him to do it, it's not like Hollywood where people can stop watching Netflix or they can stop, right. you know, we're not going to watch Netflix because Kevin Spacey is making tons of money off of it. Like that hurts the business. Um right. So I I think that plays into it more than voting for your interests. I I get that when you when you made the argument about Roy Moore. I still think there's a point where you put country and morals above party, which Republicans aren't doing in Alabama, and Republicans didn't do with Donald Trump, but yeah, Democrats didn't yeah. do it with with fucking Hillary Clinton. So no. you know, or um, without, yeah, and again, the, like I said, they tend to. It doesn't matter who it is. Again, the the defining. Uh, characteristic of who gets voted for who is does this guy have my best interest at heart and when it comes to someone like al franken as long as you're not a uso chick that's passed out in an airplane he and you're a democrat you might think he has your best interest at heart so you're gonna fight right. for that guy and right but what i'm but yes i agree with you and i think your point is valid in the sense of when there's an election, but I disagree with you when it would you make the point about Al Franken because they could force at they're calling for him yeah. to step down now and but they're calling for Conyers to step down risk, now. Listen, someone has if to be they, elected. No, it's not right. But if Minnesota wants a Democrat and always picks a Democrat, they will do it again. Yeah, but it might sway this other time. You don't know what's going to happen. It might be very effective, like, oh, this guy running had ties to Franken or whatever it is. Right now, they've got a, a D in the Senate from Minnesota. They can bank on that. They know, yeah, what, his, I don't they think know what his politics I, are. They know that he will help them in their own minds. That's what they're going to go with. They don't want to lose it. I, I honestly don't think they're considering that. I, I think I it's don't all think, they're considering because Congress is because they're thin calling margins for right they're now. calling for him. They're calling for him to to step down right now. So like I don't think nah, they're, they're considering doing an investigation, that at all. but they're not gonna they're not gonna make he. But Congress like he no he's not gonna step down. Conyers isn't no. gonna step down. Trump obviously like. Was, I think that he anything, will. He's so. got sent to the hospital. He's like eighty two fucking years old or something. Like he's gonna step down. I think. Just because he's old, he's gonna have to. 
He's gonna be like, whatever, I'll retire. I don't know. I don't know. People said that about John McCain two months ago too. And yeah, apparently this dude, like... yeah, it's just I don't know. I don't even get it. But yeah, I don't know. But he passed your tax plan, so <laughs> go into that. That's good. That's a good thing. Good job, McCain. You want to go with that one? What? With oh, the passing plan. the tax plan? Yeah, we can we can go yeah. into that one. Uh, so the other, possibly the biggest story in actual real news that happened this week is the fact that the Senate... Oh, yeah. The whole rest of the show was bullshit news because I'm just gonna say, it is. I'm just saying, but one of these things... That's fine. One of these things is like seeing a rare fucking albino unicorn that's... I don't know, dancing a jig. The yeah, Senate got so off its ass. So colluding with foreign entities to win an election. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, we, we already went through that one. But no, the Senate got off its ass and actually did something and passed a tax reform bill, um, which was pretty pretty amazing. I was, I was watching it. It was another one of these late night fucking uh, 2 o'clock in the morning, I think it was, that they passed it. I was watching it all night. There was a 20-hour mandatory uh, debate over it which to be honest i think we probably could have served better for like 50 hours worth of debate because <laughs> there were some good points that were brought up on so that they could have read it you mean yeah because yeah that was the other big controversy when it came to them passing the bill they basically printed it off and was like all right we're voting on this in an hour and of course it's you know 400 plus pages or however fucking long it is and it's it was impossible to read. I thought be- it was supposed beforehand. to be on a postcard. What the fuck? <laughs> That'll be your taxes when it's to you. But all the rest of the code and all the allocations and all the earmarks and everything else that they have to wheedle into it takes a little bit longer than a postcard. But, mm. yeah, apparently our taxes are going to be very easy to fill out. Uh, we'll see. I'll be buying the TurboTax, so we'll see how it, it pans out. But, um, yeah. So- TurboTax. TurboTax does not sponsor the show. <laughs> but they can. Give us your money. But they can. <laughs> Give us your money. <laughs> so this happened. Um, this this plan is different than the House bill that was passed. A uh, couple different key things to it. A was the inclusion. Um, they originally were not going to include the SALT provision, which is the state and local tax. Uh, they decided to include that up to $10,000 worth of write-off. So that's going to help people in high tax states such as California, or yeah, California, uh, New York, and Illinois. So the other things that they added into it, oh man, I can't remember everything that they added into it, but it's it's slightly different than the House version. So even though they passed this now, it's not finished. It has to go back to the House. Just today, Paul Ryan came out and said that they've approved the committee. They're sending it to I think an eight uh, representative panel between uh the house and the senate they're gonna iron out their details there's only eight points of contingency that they are trying to work through um they're very confident they're going to work through it and we should have it then a final version that the house will pass send up to the senate the senate will pass it boom send it back up to donald trump and we should have this law you said said it does repeal the mandate right it does the senate version the house version doesn't which is odd because uh, you would think that the House version, where they have a, a larger majority, would be able to pass that much easier than the Senate. So I think it bodes maybe well. They don't want to. Like maybe they don't. A lot of, yeah. I mean, there are a lot of Republicans. We've talked about it before on the show that don't think ending the mandate is good. Um, well, yeah, because they they live in District Two of New York or California or something where most of their people like it. 
So yeah, that, right. that, that's definitely a possibility. I think that it has a, a very good chance of making it into the final legislation. I would say so. Um, we'll see. <laughs> but we're on the final stretch now. I think that this thing is an inevitability. It is going to pass. Write the check. Take it to the bank. You're getting tax reform. Not for this next tax season, but for the one after. Um, and I don't know if it's necessarily 100% a good thing, even though I've talked at length about why I think that it is. Um, I think that there's a lot of things that could possibly have been improved. I don't think that having that timeline set at December 31st or whatever it was, like we need to have it done before Christmas, whatever they want, really serves the American people. And this is a big piece of legislation. Again, we haven't done this since the 80s. So, right. you know, we I feel like we need to get it right. It probably would have been just fine passed in February, March, April, May, whatever. It's not going to take effect for a year anyway. But Right, but you know why they they rushed it. Because they fucked up Obamacare. So they have to Because they fucked up Obamacare and they needed to they needed to pass something. They have to pass something. Even still, it, if you passed same... it by March or April, that's whenever the midterms are really gonna start getting into it. So it almost would give you mentality. more momentum. It's the same the Republicans in Congress, this Congress anyway, I won't speak for all Republicans, but the the Republicans in this Congress have the same mentality that the 38% of Trump's base has, which is we need to win. So we're going to do yeah. whatever the fuck we we can to win, no matter what that actually means. Um, no, I think it means something I, pretty decent. And I, like, I think when you rush shit in the middle of the night, I don't disagree with you. I think, I think that it's not totally a bad idea to, to pass something like this. But I think that where shit gets fucked up is when you've got a group of people that are so worried about that deadline that they have to, they have to pass it now so that they aren't, because in, in your reasonable scenario where they actually sit down and let people read the fucking bill and actually <laughs> write out a good, decent bill, they, which again, we're not saying that this is a horrible bill. All we're saying no, I is think it's that a very it, good bill. Like it could be improved. Um, There's weird what things they do, in it. What they do in your scenario is they end up in March or April, right? And yeah. that's six months before they're running for re-election. They, that's why that this is being rushed right now yeah. is because they don't want that. Um, and I which think is stupid is dumb. Yeah. yeah, I should be a fucking political strategist because I would make everybody win all the time. You've heard it here first. Hire me. No, but <laughs> the whole point. I think that just brought your batting average down. <laughs> no, it brought it up. But the whole point is I get that it's a risk if you run it in March, April, May, that something goes wrong. Someone gets cold feet, and then they, even though they want to vote for it, they don't. And then you end up lo looking, you know, you're going into the midterms with egg on your face. I get it. But at the same time, there's so many things that we can do to fix the little things in this legislation I'm going to do a shout out to someone I plan on voting out of office here uh, in the next year, Claire McCaskill, uh, because she actually did a really good job whenever you she can't kill her. <laughs> she, she fucking lives under a rock. It's the fucking like, troll toll she... right there. Right. How are you going to how are you going to stop her? Come on. She'll just cur come on. The only reason like... she won last time was because she was against Todd Akin, who said that fucking rape just shuts that whole shit down. No, right. she's not going to be going against. It's like a Donald Trump scenario. She's not going against. He's not going against Hillary this next time. She's not going against Todd Akin. No, I don't. she's going. She's going against Josh Hawley, who just got endorsed by the president when he was here last week. Yeah, um, in St. Charles. So, so 
Yeah, he's not gonna. I don't think she'll win either. No, um, I, I don't at all. No, I don't hate Claire McCaskill. I think she's way too cautious of a politician. I'm not gonna vote for anybody that Trump endorses, though. I'll be honest with you. No, I'm fine so, with it. and I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna vote for anybody that endorses Trump equally. So, <laughs> all right. Well, you can do. That's your right. That's the whole point of it. So you can do that. But she came out and basically was calling out uh, one thing that was wheedled into the bill, which. Uh, what do they say it does? Basically, like if you're a college and you decide to not allow your students, your enrolled students, to take federal funds, then in the eyes of the bill, you are not misusing federal money, which is debatable to begin with. And so to benefit you, you will not be taxed on your endowments. So basically what that means is if uh, Claire McCaskill came out and said, hey, so what about this college here in this state? He was like, yeah, what about it? He was like, do you know who the who owns it? He was like, well, Betty DeVos does. And she was like, do you know who the biggest endowment donate, donator was? He was like, oh, I have no idea. Well, it was Betty DeVos again. So basically what that means is that Betty DeVos then can donate money to her own college, which she can write off as a tax uh, write-off for giving that to, to as a donation and then not get taxed on it for receiving it if she doesn't allow her students – or the people in that in that uh, school to take federal money, essentially keeping uh, people with lower incomes out of the schools and then rewarding everyone else involved in it. It's pretty fucking shady. Like it's a bad, yeah, it's a bad absolutely. fucking thing to be added into it. Now, do I still think does the bill still got my support? Yeah, of course it does. It helps a fuck ton of people. That's fucked up. But the rest of it's pretty damn good. So I'm going to go ahead and support it. But things like that needed to be – I had no fucking clue. And if I didn't turn on C-SPAN 2 at fucking 9 o'clock on Friday night, I wouldn't have known that. It, right. You know what I mean? Like it needs to be yeah. one of those things that that it, it needed to have – and we saw this with Obamacare where they just fucking passed it to pass it. You know, with uh, right. It's one of those like pass it first, read it later. Yeah, Nancy Pelosi, we have to pass it before we can find out what's in it. One of those things, and that didn't fucking work the last time. So – We'll see if it does yeah. this time. I'm confident that it's a good bill, that it's going to work. But, again, we don't know. So, yeah, no, we don't. We'll see. Um, All right, moving on into <clears throat> one of the more controversial stories of the week. Um, the We all remember the Kate Steinle story, which was a um, – was she was she a college student, or did it not even go that far? She was just somebody in yeah, California. I don't, really, I don't remember. Um that was like walking on a pier or something like that. And um, an illegal immigrant was charged in her murder um, because I guess he, he found a gun and the the charge being brought against him was murder in the first degree that he sought her out while she was just walking down the pier and shot her. Um, he It was said that he found the gun in a trash can and I think what I read was that the gun w- had been reported stolen from like I don't know if it was the parks department or like some some law uh, like somebody in the law so I don't I don't know like some official I'm a law, it was, man. It, <laughs> a law man law man law and order um it was it was taken allegedly out of like a police vehicle or I don't know if it's parks and rec stolen. or something like yeah. that stolen um and then found in a trash can was his story and the defense's story was that it, 
that the gun, I guess the gun dropped or something. What do you, I mean, what do you know? I heard that he uh, just kind of dumped out the contents of the bag. Didn't know it was in it. Do what most people would do. You know, when you're dumping out a bag, you turn it over, dump it out. He dumps it out. Uh, the gun falls onto the concrete, goes off. The bullet ricochets off of the concrete, striking uh, this woman in the back, killing her. Is there, like, does that not seem a little far-fetched? No, not really. If you know bullet trajectories, no. that, things, that can fucking happen. Ricochet. Okay. You know, I I don't know stuff like that. So would you be <laughs> able to? Would you be able to tell if it if it oh, actually yeah. ricocheted? Oh yeah, absolutely. So would so theoretically, and I haven't seen any of the details that came from this, but theoretically, is there evidence showing that there's a mark on the ground where? Yeah, it would absolutely. Ricochet the from? bullet would definitely leave a mark on the ground, and ballistics would easily be able to mark the tra- uh, trajectory from the. Um, the markings and whatever was left, whatever divot or little hole was left from the bullet easily could be trajectory and, and shown which way it was going. So so then, you're, so then you're saying that the defense is probably not wrong? No, not at all. I wouldn't think so in the slightest. Uh, and that's why when it comes to this story. Now, this story was obviously in the news. Oh, God damn it. Now I'm thinking about it when I say it. Um <laughs> But this story was politicized in the 2016 campaign. It involves an illegal. Of course it's politicized. (laughs) Right. One way or the other. Yeah, they're going to one. Yeah. If the guy came out and did the greatest thing in the world. Say Trump. I'm just saying either either person, whichever way this went, if he, you know, jumped in front of the bullet and saved the woman, the left would have come out and been like, Oh, legal immigrants are needed. This in is why life. we need. <laughs> they're Did you know save we can use them as bulletproof vests? Oh my god, <laughs> it's um, so it's so amazing. So yeah, right. I mean, regardless if it has the term illegal next to it, someone's going to do it. Did you watch the DNC? Because they printed a lot of a fucking illegals on the stage. They use yeah. it as props too. So, but right. this was used as a prop for during the RNC for Trump. He brought this case up um, a couple times. I thought. Um, it basically, so you would also assume. I know that you don't like Trump's tweets, but you would assume Trump no. is wrong in his reaction to this story as well. Uh partially. I do think that. Um, I guess for me, if I'm going to break this down and and look at it, I think that. Um, no, I don't think there was any malicious intent. I think that I trust the defense, I trust the evidence, and I trust the jury that they looked at the evidence and said, hey, no, it doesn't look like this guy had any sort of malicious intent towards this woman, that this was a horrible accident, that for whatever reason the gun discharged and the bullet ricocheted. It's not like he shot her in the back or that that he even pointed it and it just happened to go off. It dropped, and then the bullet bounced off the fucking concrete of which it could go in any direction and happened to go into the direction that killed her. Um, Right. I don't there's no murder there. I mean, involuntary manslaughter maybe. You know, but again, Which is surprising that he didn't get that, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but cuz that was that was up. Like yeah. that was on the list of charges. Like they went for everything. It's yeah. I think it has to be Here's a point. We should point this out too for a second, just for the Blue Lives Matter crowd. Um, <laughs> that that in cases like Jason Stockley and Darren Wilson, only one charge is brought to the judge. First degree murder, right? Every fucking time because they fucking overreach every goddamn time. And in this case, which means that the prosecution or the 
yeah, the prosecution in those instances are Dropping fucking up. Yeah, yeah, they are. But is the does the prosecution know the cop? Like that's yeah, I don't know. All all I know is every fucking time that a cop gets brought up, we always have this conversation. Why, in the case of an illegal immigrant, is there like seventeen charges on the fucking table? Like he well, didn't get charged with any of them. Even just by describing him, you use the term illegal. So, <laughs> like, right? I it get does it. kind of preface a couple other other charges here, and that's where I go. No, away I'm from, not saying I, I'm I not saying that. that he was. I'm not saying the charges shouldn't exist for him. Yeah. What I'm saying is the charges should exist for the cops. Yeah, it'd that's be nice, but again, they typically tend to to go crazy, and then they try to change their fucking ver or their. Uh, you know what they're going for right at the end like no let's charge him with this and the judge is like no dude you spent way too long trying right. to argue the other way so i do i think that he should have been charged with murder or manslaughter or anything no i don't do i think that he should get out of the country yeah i mean yeah. obviously it doesn't seem to be stopping well, and that's this its guy whole issue you know <laughs> like, like that's its own issue if you want to talk about where there's a like if you were to buy into the prosecution's or, or the to the defense's argument and which the jury did, um, then the illegal word term actuality of the, that um, mm-hmm. that's separate from the murder charge. So like yeah, I think we can is. have we can hold to um, two ideas at the same time. Yeah, sure. Like the jury can hold two ideas at the same time as well. No, he is not guilty of first degree murder. Yes, he's been deported five times. What the f? He shouldn't right. be here. Like, and I thought he was. Uh, I thought he had like a couple of felonies or something. Like the he, he hit. I can't remember him sounding like a great guy. Like I remember them saying. No, he he didn't sound like a great guy. Which is why when this verdict came out, I was personally surprised. Like yeah. I, I was very surprised, um, but you know, it is what it is. You know, you could be a yeah. douchebag who trips on something and, and you know, something terrible happens, but it's not technically really your fault. You didn't set out to do it. Now, right, if you, he was out of the country, the president of the United States. Yeah, like, <laughs> if he was out of the country and wasn't in here, would this have happened? Probably not. But maybe something else happened. It sounded like the gun was left in a bag in the park. You know, some little right. kid could have got killed or something. I don't know. Right. We have no idea what would have happened. If so, only we had some big, tall barrier at the border. <laughs> well, um, that's what I'm saying. No. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so with this, I think that I think it's cut and dry, honestly. I think deport the fucker. Make sure he doesn't fucking come back in. Do whatever the fuck you have to do. Five times is too many times. I don't know what you got to do to make sure he doesn't get in here, but make sure he doesn't. I'm down for whatever right. it is because the guy doesn't sound like a fucking saint. He sounds like he needs to get out of our country. And right. but do I think that he should have been charged with murder? No, I don't. So, yeah. All right. Well, I I based on, you know, what we've discussed, I can't find fault with your argument there. So, <laughs> um I got two more left and I'm going to kind of roll them into um to, just into one topic. Um which is, well, no, I guess I won't. F it. I, that's what changing your mind on the fly is, kids. Um, <laughs> on the fly. Let's let's talk first about Trump's bad tweet week, um, which most of them are Every fucking on Twitter. Week, yeah. Um, but Trump, like, dude, fucking stop. Here's the thing. 
I have a huge problem with Sarah Huckabee Sanders telling me that Donald Trump is retweeting ISIS propaganda to further the the conversation on immigration. And what that is a reference to, for the people that don't know, Donald Trump was accused earlier this week, rightfully so, of sharing some fucking racist-ass incorrect information on his Twitter account. He found... Uh, a video of what he said was a Muslim beating up some kid in what? Do you remember what country it was? No, but I think it was. Um, I mean, I can't remember what the actual thing was, but it wasn't what he said it was. No, it was a kid with like dark hair who was like beating the like basically jumped some kid who was on crutches. Um, and then obviously there was somebody there with the cell phone that was filming it. He. It was tweeted by some, like, British right-wing organization, uh, like, neo-Nazi organization. Yeah, like, make Britain, for, make London great again or something like for, that. That for some reason Donald Trump uh, Britain is first. a follower that's, that's of, of on yeah. Twitter. Well, his um, thing is make America first, and this is Britain right. first, so. Yeah, here's the thing, though, man. When I, like, click on I love Palestine page, if I see a you guy would. with an AK, if I see a guy with an AK-47, <laughs> I probably don't click it for fear that I'll end up on a list. So, like, all I'm You're saying is the list. president should be smarter than me. Um, <laughs> but the, the so he so he retweets that, and he, like, I guess in that tweet it claimed that it was a Muslim beating up, the, but the whatever country it was, I can't fucking remember. Um, came out and was like, or something. No, I don't think it was. I don't know. It's not important. They came out and they said, like, no, here's what that incident was. Those were both, um, whatever, natural born citizens, and like that yeah. is like there's no religious connotation with them. Both of them were punished, and like, or the, not the victim wasn't punished. He the <laughs> the two people involved in the recording and mugging they were punished, um, and then he retweet he retweeted something else from that page which I can't remember what it was, and then from another page he retweeted a ISIS what originated as an ISIS propaganda video which mm-hmm. we can we can talk about the irony that ISIS used a video for propaganda and then a neo Nazi group. <laughs> took that and was like that's that it's pretty much what we believe let's let's push that as our uh, own narrative like see that's that, where I, that's, I don't buy that because we've seen that before when it came to uh what was the uh the girl from france that was running no uh, they obviously don't believe the same thing but what they're doing is they're using the same video right in, and spinning their own narrative on it the fact of the matter is what the point i'm making there is that Shitty people exist in terrorist organizations. <laughs> Shitty people exist in neo-Nazi organizations. And apparently they use the same Muslim-hating shit <laughs> to fucking spread well, their message. Yeah, again, we saw that during the French elections with Marine Le Pen when she reposted uh, a couple, I think they were beheadings, that were uh, ISIS propaganda, and she posted it on her Twitter and was like, this is what you need to see. This is what's happening. And they fucking went hard on her. They tried to kick her out of the election. didn't work, but they ended up bringing her up on criminal charges because apparently it's a, it's against the law to put violent images and disseminate them on your Twitter page. So, again, it's a, a little bit like the same thing. It's her using that propaganda but not really using it 
uh, in the Not same, in the same way, still using propaganda. And when what I'm going to tell you is that the, that she, Marine Le Pen, and he, Donald Trump, as they are up both one holds and one was applying for very important worldly positions, that they shouldn't be dumb enough to a be following terrorist organizations online, which neo-Nazis <laughs> and ISIS, I think, both qualify for. You don't have to be for. following them to find the videos. I mean, shit, those videos are out there. You know what I mean? You're right. See yeah, them. No, that, you're not just that's following fair. it. The, but you should know what you're retweeting. Yeah. As a, I think as a he, leader of yeah. the world, you should know what the fuck you're retweeting. I think Marie so, Le Pen knew full well what she was retweeting. Oh, yeah, I, absolutely. I, do I not think, think she was that, using it. <laughs> I don't think that Donald Trump knew. I think that he no. was just like, it's it's 6 a.m. I've got to get up and get on the treadmill. Haha, <laughs> not doing that. Fuck it. I'm just going to tweet this. And it blew <laughs> right. up in his fucking face. Yeah. So, As so it there's usually that. Does. The, the two part, uh, the second part of the Trump tweets. Now you want to go into how his lawyer didn't fucking write that tweet? <laughs> uh, yeah, go, go right ahead. I mean, that's it. What was the tweet? Do you remember what the tweet was? I thought it was extremely innocent and just get, shit we already heard before. He said, I fired Michael Flynn because he lied to uh, Mike Pence and he lied to the FBI. He's apologized for that. Uh, there's no collusion. I have nothing to hide. Why? That's it. Okay, so then that can't be it. That can't be that the is tweet it. in question. We just saw it, if, yeah. If it is, then why is his lawyer coming out in front of it? I have no idea. Like again, I don't. I don't understand it. I do have be- no clue why th- this is so important to people. Because you, you, well, it's important because they made it important. They fucking brought it up and they said some shit that you're like, wait a minute. The guy who's <laughs> been telling you to stay off Twitter tweeted for you on your behalf. Is that what I'm supposed to believe? <laughs> you know that that's bullshit. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, that's that's clearly bullshit. I don't think that that's... his liar looks like a fucking Scaramucci motherfucker. Looks crooked as shit. Like I'm not buying that shit from any of those guys. Um, you know, so like I just I don't understand it. I don't understand why if why if there's nothing to the tweet or nothing suspicious about it, why the fuck would they come out and say anything and make it a thing? Here it is. Here's the exact tweet. I had to fire General Flynn because he lied to the vice president and the FBI. He w- uh, he has pled guilty to those lies. It is a shame because his actions during the transition were lawful. There is nothing to hide. I think what people are upset about is that he included originally whenever he said that he fired Michael or uh, yeah, Michael Flynn was because he lied to the vice president. Now he's saying because he lied to the FBI as well. And that's them making people go, Oh, the, the timeline. He knew that he lied to the FBI and all this. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. And that, I think it's yeah, just a fucking sense. super reach and it's just, it's nothing. This is all shit that we've heard before. And that's fine. Know. But it's another evident lie from the administration who should be trying to gain credibility, especially in the midst of a year long scandal so far. Um, <laughs> to and, me, that, and they're that's not such an innocent every tweet, fucking like, day. They hurt their own credibility every yeah, fucking but how day. Do you, how can you tell that that's going to hurt your credibility, that they're going to just because jump they're all liars. over shit? How does like that? How does lying that, not hurt your credibility? Everything Didn't we just talk about Julian Assange? Fine. 
everything in that statement was shit that he said before. And then all of a sudden he says it again, and now it's a fucking dire, dire thing. No, no, no. That's not. No, I get that. That's fine. Where I, I'm not talking about the tweet. I agree that there's well, an overreaction. Well, that's what everyone's talking about. So, yeah. I know. There's an overreaction to that. What I'm talking about, where I think the story is at, is the fact that the lawyer, that his lawyer came out and said that. Because if there's no fucking big deal here, like, yeah. why are you. Why, well, and I lie. get it. They've made I it think a big that's deal. A li- yeah, I think that's a lie. I, I can't say definitively that it is, but again, it's dumb shit. Frank's I point. Don't, don't I think Frank's point was good enough that, like, I do you not think, think a Frank's lo- point was good enough. You think you think a lawyer typed pled, not pleaded? <laughs> that's fine. Yeah, like I, again, that adds credence to the fact that I do think that he was lying. But Frank went on to, to say that a lot of, of you know he lies constantly, and but again. He's lying about dumb shit. He does shit. lie constantly. He, does he absolutely lie. lies. Yeah, he does lie about dumb shit, but okay. other politicians lie constantly about important shit, and no one seems to be upset about that. That's it's fine, like, but just uh, because yeah, you... No, 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 no. Just because you don't think mm-hmm. something is important doesn't make it not it's important. It's not important. Like, I'm sorry, right. but it's okay. not. Whenever he comes out and says... And the word of Mitch has been spoken. Thank no, you. Yeah, um, yeah, write it down. Write it on the mountains. Bring it down. Bring it on the tablets. No, but <laughs> right, I was comes, just going to say, engrave that shit, motherfuckers. <laughs> right. <laughs> Make that a commandment. Because, yeah, when he comes out and says, my fucking crowds are so big. No, it doesn't fucking matter. I don't care if you yeah, think when it he does says because that, you're wrong. When he, it's not yeah, fucking important. When he says that Michael Flynn didn't do anything wrong, there's a it bigger lie. It doesn't look like he did anything wrong. It, other than it, he, he says he lied, which I, he did lie. He's acknowledging he that. He did lie. But yeah. guess what? Donald Trump knew that he lied, and he didn't say it until this week. That's a big it lie. It doesn't look like it. It looks like he's saying now that Michael Flynn lied. He's admitted to these. That's unfortunate because everything else he did was lawful. Nothing to hide. What the fuck? We'll I don't see. get it, man. I don't we'll fucking what, get it. We'll see what the plea deal brings. Um, but yeah, what I will. can tell you almost without – in fact, I'll just say it like it, it, without a shadow of a doubt. Trump – tweeted that, that that fucking statement <laughs> i don't think it's the worst statement in the world but no i don't, don't either buy that why, bullshit. Like, i don't understand why you're lying about it because it's right. not fucking a big deal and i don't Cab, think it's, you sound like a fucking piece of fruit <laughs> <laughs> vegetable something <laughs> um all of this is just so stupid and like this is a, something that donald trump has a problem with in his in his whole uh tenure as president right now Everything is just fucking stupid. Stop being fucking stupid because you're doing a lot of good shit. Good things are happening. The economy is good. The stock markets are good. Jobs are coming back. We're passing legislation that's going to help the middle class. Things are fucking good, and everyone's talking about your bullshit tweet that's not even a big deal, and then you lie about it. Right. What the? F- it's. I mean, again, a lot of this has to fall on the media as I well. I told you, for, dude, for- Trump. Trump is his own worst enemy. He makes these fucking stories, and they're fucking dumb. And well, first it- off, yeah, the the. He wouldn't have – again, the media made the story. They're the ones who came out and started freaking out about the tweet, and then he, he just made it worse by shooting himself in the foot with the fucking lawyer bullshit. So both sides are being fucking stupid, but both sides need to stop being fucking stupid so we can focus on the good things that are happening because if we want think good things to continue, you need to kind of let the people know good things are happening. Otherwise, they're going to think that bad things are happening, and we're going to go the opposite direction. So that's right. what – and again, a lot of that also has to do with the Republicans being fucking terrible at they just kind of take for granted 
that you know the majority of the country is red, so they don't need to explain things to anyone. That people will just figure it out. Like these guys. The majority are just, of the country is red geographically. Geographically, that's what, that's what I'm saying. And they say they take that for granted, going, "Oh, well, they're already on our side, so we don't have to explain things." Yo, you do. Like you're doing good things. Go tell people about it. Don't right. keep sitting around and, and twiddling your. Thumbs. That is what campaigning is. Like that's yeah. how you get your message out. Problem is we've created a system where we don't have to talk to each other anymore. We just go up on a camera and go, hey, we're going to do a tax plan, Paul well, Ryan. And then Chuck yeah. Schumer comes up and goes, I don't like it. And like, well, uh, they don't unfortunately, NPR, to- NPR did a really good article on um, echo chambers. And they did not only for conservatives, which tend to be in their own echo chambers, but liberals tend to be even worse about staying in their own echo chambers. So there is a uphill, uphill battle of getting your message out to where the opposite side's going to hear it and be receptive enough to where it's not skewed. There's no bias to it, to where it's, you know, oh, this tax plan is terrible. It's going to raise taxes on the middle class. And then you have to go to the very fucking bottom of the 12 pages to see in 10 years after it right. saves you 2000, it's going to raise it by 400. No, right. you dumbass. Like you're saving $1,600. You know what I mean? Yeah. So no, it's, I hear it's, you. So... It's frustrating, but it's an uphill battle, but I think that the Republicans have to do a better job of letting people know that we're doing good shit. If you want good shit to keep happening, vote this way and stop worrying about what the fuck Donald Trump's doing in his tweets. Right. Yeah, no, I agree with you, but he needs to stop hurting himself with it. So yeah, he is. Um, <laughs> so. And so for my last story, which I'm going to sum up in one sentence, I don't really think I need you to respond to this. Trump oh, endorses, will. Trump endorses Roy Moore. I don't really I fuck that. Like I'm we not going to say we saw much. that happening. Right. So that's it. That's all I got for it. That's the end of the show. Let's call <laughs> it there. Trump has done that. Yes, he has. Like yeah, it's that's dumb and I don't need to tell you my thoughts cuz I think if you don't know my thoughts on Roy Moore now, um wait until the next episode. I'll probably shit on them more. So Right. That election um, is coming, so. Right. Yeah, next week actually. So Yeah, we'll cover it when it happens. Right. So with that, um, I think that pretty much does it. Definitely make sure to subscribe to us on iTunes or Google Play and check us out on Facebook. We've been dropping some stuff there recently. Um, Also, episodes are available weekly. Um, So with that, yeah, I think that does it. Here it is, your alternative fact of the week. Thanks. Damn right. You're exactly right. There's nothing wrong with that. And you know why? And you know why? You know why we're saying that? We're saying that because if I, a guy who knows this business, if I did a tenth, a tenth of what she did, I would be in jail today. (laughs) 